0: All right, welcome back to the boys at 161st Street. We got a nice sweep. That winning feeling. Back to the winning winning ways. Two game sweep, little mini sweep, but hey, sweep's a sweep. Not losing games anymore. Told you the sky isn't falling. Got a day off today when we're recording this. Then we got the Red Sox. We'll preview. A lot of good things to talk about, a lot of debates to talk about. Let's talk some Yanks.
1: Alright.
0: How you feeling, Murph?
2: Feeling great. <clears throat> I kinda. Usually, in, especially in the 60M season, I don't want a day off by any means, but I feel like now is a pretty good time to have one. Uh, just because if Judge was out of the lineup yesterday, we can maybe figure out what's going on with him, and then just a nice little day off isn't terrible.
0: Yeah, I mean, the day off before this series began with the Braves, I, it felt so long to me because we've just had so much mm-hmm. baseball. In such a short amount of time, and we're coming off having no baseball at all, so the one day felt like the eight month overlay. Like you know, what I mean, it felt so draining. Cause like I don't know what to do with myself at seven o'clock. It's I mean, yeah, that's true. Most I don't know. I don't know when. When does did that just start? Hockey's been going for a while. So yesterday was the first time, um,
2: that I've actually had to decide what to watch. Cause I'm a Flyers fan, also not nearly as heavily of a Flyers fan as i am a yankees fan but i was in a little conundrum because the yankees and flyers were playing at the same time last night and the flyers are in a playoff game so i had to do some flipping for the first time but it felt good to be able to do that
0: yeah that's wild. i haven't been able imagine telling yourself that that this would be happening when we were like four months back when the whole world was (laughs) crumbling the last thing we're thinking about is sports and now you can flip around now when you watch sports center you might actually get a top 10 like of of new highlights it's just always a (laughs) highlight reel i i know every yankees highlight Ever now, because I've just spent my eight months before that just watching everything. So it's nice to see (laughs) new highlights. But we did get two games, did get two wins. First one was a little bit more stressful than it needed to be. I mean, that was, we were up eight nothing, I think it was. And then Boone pulls out Judge after we're only up by five. In the moment, he tells us that it's because of playing on the turf with. That series we had against the Rays, nobody believed it. I mean, I, I somewhat believed it. I wanted to believe it, but Boone is like, I I don't want to say lies because I don't think it's his information that he's withholding. Like he he somebody else is telling him that he can't say it. He's just like a little bit of a puppet right now. So I don't want to say he's lying because somebody else is telling him what what he can and can't say. So he kind of just looks like the asshole. But I don't like just not knowing what's going on. like why why not it's it's different if they were to just say, we, we don't know anything yet. he's He's fine-ish, like you know what I mean? like they he gave a completely separate scenario, like, oh, we'd pulled him off because of the turf thing. we're just being cautious, whatever. And then the next morning, oh, lower body tightness, whatever the fuck it is. Like that, it's just two completely different stories. That is a blatant lie. You know what I mean? That's what bothers me. If you told me nothing and just did the classic "boon," like, you know, we'll know when we know sort of thing, I wouldn't have been pissed off whatsoever.
2: No, I, I agree with you. And uh, the other thing is I hate getting the, uh, like when you don't know what the injury is, even though you know he's hurt. Like when they say it's stiffness or it's tightness or whatever it is, that that can mean anything. Yeah. So still, like, until we know exactly what it is and exactly how long it's going to keep him out, I'm still kind of just anxious
0: about it. Like, I I just want to, I don't want to see him go to the IL. If it's anything short of the IL, I can live with it. Well, they were saying yesterday that it didn't look bad. So obviously, hopes are high for that. Don't know what's going on with Sten. Don't know what's going on with Chapman either. (laughs) he's He's throwing multiple bullpen sessions, pretty much getting stretched out to throw nine innings. His first start seems that way, but. Anyway, no news on him, but hopefully Judge doesn't make an IL stint. That'd be really annoying. But you know who it wouldn't be annoying for? Our guy Clint Frazier. He's got a big opportunity right here. I don't know if we want to get into let's let's recap game That's- one first and we'll get to game two. Okay. Basically what happened in game one, a little more stressful than it needed to be. Yankees win nine six. I'm sure you're all watching. I don't I don't need to recap this for you. But some what some takeaways I had from this game were Monty looked really good. He had he had His pitch count was really low until he just blew up at the end. But you know what? I'll I'll take six innings pitched, three earned runs, four strikeouts, one walk. He he looked good for a large portion of that outing. With our lineup, we don't need
2: guys that are going to go seven scoreless innings. We have that in Garrett Cole, but you can't expect that from the Montes and the Paxtons and the Haps of the world. So if any pitcher that we have can go six innings and only allow two runs, like I said, Tanaka. I said yesterday, if Tanaka can give me six innings and only allow two, then we win that game, and that's pretty much exactly what happened. Same thing with Monty. So with that kind of a line, we're in a good position to win every game.
0: Yeah, I don't know how many – I was I was trying to look up how many runs we score on average per game, but it seems like we score anywhere from like six to six, nine, seven. six, seven, sometimes nine, not always nine, but definitely more than three. So if a starter can – go the game, pass it to the bullpen, and only give up three runs, I'm more than happy with that. I'm not going to ask too much from the, uh, the, everybody outside of Garrett Cole in the starting rotation because, I mean, it, I don't want to get my hopes up and be unrealistic about it. If you give up three runs, I'm pretty sure that's what Paxton did. I think Tanaka did that in game two. What did he, what did he give up? What was his final he, line?
2: He gave up two,
0: I think. Yeah, Tanaka gave up two, so that's better than what I expected. Although... That home run that Hicks robbed helped him out. So we may be talking about a completely different story if that goes out too. That's a two-run shot. Four runs. But even that, four runs wins the game. Six four. Obviously, yeah. you don't know that for sure because game the game changes after that. But bottom line, everybody not named Garrett Cole. Just if you keep it under three, I'm so cool with that. I'm not asking yeah. any more than that out of you. And if you do better than that, if you shove for a game like all of them have the potential to do, aside from Hap, who I wouldn't even consider in the rotation anymore. I'm so cool with that. So Judge goes yard in that game, too. In game one, I, I meant too. 2 also. <laughs> so game two, now Clint comes up. That's the big storyline here. Clint comes up. We did it in the pregame show. I said Clint was going to hit for the cycle. I was joking, but he almost did it.
2: I was worried for a second because we wouldn't have been able to hear the end of it. Our entire account would have just been plastered with that for for days. I mean, I already put it out there. <laughs> I wouldn't have been ready for it, but um, yeah, no, that was awesome. And especially when he let it off with the home run, like you just can't ask for anything better than that. Like it, I, I said it uh, in our little group chat. Like he has the mask on, but I just pictured him smiling ear to ear under his mask as he's rounding third there, and they had the camera. On. I'm like. It was perfect. It was perfect for Clinton. Exactly. Everybody's so excited. You go on Twitter. Everybody's like, leave him up. If you send him down, it's a sin.
0: And it is. He's a great hitter. I mean, he has so much hype around him. And I know we talked about it before. He's one of the most hyped-up prospects that we've had for a while. And that's why everyone's calling for him to come up. and Everyone's pissed when he gets sent down. And it's a big roller coaster. And you got the haters who I'm sure some of you listening are going to say, yeah, but his defense is horrible. I've said it before. I'll say it again. People get better at defense. The kid is young. How old is Clinton right now? Twenty-four. Probably twenty-four. He's 25. twenty-five. He's young. He has. He, I, I, what do you? Even, is he considered a rookie right now? Because he. I don't know how many games he needed. He played sixty-nine last uh, year. Um, no, that's. I that's, don't know. That's what his service times
2: like. I think it's probably a little over a year. Like he's definitely couldn't contend for rookie of the year. He, he's not considered a rookie.
0: Well, I don't but, know the Gary situation. He came up, and that was that considered. Oh, he, no, but he played been
2: up two years. Like Clint came up two years ago for a little bit, even so.
0: He's he's been up for a while. Yeah. Either way, the kid can hit. He's young. I, I see him. We'll get into it later, but I, I see him having a future on this team. And you even see, like Clint's thinking the same thing. Clint, when he got sent down last, he had a long sit down meeting with Boone and Cashman, and he said. Where is my role with this team? And it's a, it's an honest like it's a good question to ask. It's fair because, I mean, in his perspective, he's doing well. Last year, he played sixty nine games. He bats two sixty seven two sixty seven. That's not bad. He for a large majority of the time, he was hot. He was and he was the one of the main next man up in that whole campaign. He was keeping this team afloat along with Gio and other players. He hit he hit how many home runs? He had twelve home runs, thirty eight RBIs. I mean, what more do you ask for out of a guy? He has the elite bat, and that's in his age 24 year when he's getting minimal reps. He's not, like, a certain confidence comes with you when you are named the starter. You know what I mean? If you're named the starter and you know people are backing you, you immediately feed off that. Like, And a guy especially like Clint will feed off that because he literally is either in his own head or he just, like, is so locked in. He is... Like his mind controls his game so much, and if you back him and say, "I have faith in you. I want you to be the starter for years to come," he'll fucking eat up after that.
2: He's a gamer, and you can just tell that he wants nothing more than to at least have a roster spot, if not to start.
0: Yeah, the problem so being much. that
2: we have the deepest outfield in all of baseball without a question, so it's really hard to find him in the everyday lineup. But he should at the very least be up for the rest of the year, probably even after that, and you know, get him in if we have. Six games in a week. Get him into four of them. Get him yeah. into three or four
0: of them. And last time I I said it was Clint's last shot, but I only said that because I don't know how the Yankees feel. Because from my perspective, they don't really look like they like him too much. I know he's young. I know they have a loaded outfield, but like they kind of just leave him in the dark on things, and they just like even when he's doing well, they send him down. Like that whole thing with Stanton, or when Talkman came up and he was all sad, Clint, and in the pregame or uh, postgame. I didn't know that with how they felt about his future with the Yankees, which is why he's asking the question too. I would love him to stay in the Yankees. So don't get me wrong on that. I would, I love this fucking guy. I think he is the outfielder for years to come. He's a stud. I think the defense can improve for sure. And honestly, I'm hoping that they give him the reps out there and put his fate completely in his hands and let him either not even not even just bring up his trade value because the trade deadline is so soon, it's not even worth talking about. I don't even know how trades are going to work this year, so everybody's asking about like who we could go for at the deadline. I, I doubt people are going to be even trading as much as they were because, like I said last time, like you don't know who's going to be sellers. The people that are supposed to be sellers are in first place in their division, the Marlins and other <laughs> teams like that. So if you have a shot to win for them, the fans will eat them alive if they sell off this year when they're in first place. So the sellers are either leading the division in the Marlins case or three games back because it just started and we're already in a pennant race. So, and it's expanded playoffs. So I really don't think the trade deadline is going to be anything at all. Maybe yeah, a couple like the, small moves, it. especially because like the COVID situation. So maybe you don't want to mix around players. Everyone's apparently yeah. still getting sent to the Marlins, which is crazy to me. But Either way, I don't think the, the trade thing happens, but I I just really love what I saw out of Clint. He's a triple short of the cycle. He is such a he like you said, he's a gamer. He has that similar mentality to I'm not gonna I'm not making a comparison like performance wise, but he's got a similar mentality to like Garrett Cole. Like he cares so much, he wants to do so well, he just gets locked in, you know what I mean? He beats himself up when he makes a mistake, all that.
2: That's to the point where now it's almost to a fault like where it, where it easily could be to a fault, but he has he just kind of harnesses it just enough and the older he gets, the better he does at just kind of dealing with that because that can blow up and you can be so like um, bullheaded forward where all you want to do is do well and then it's too hard to do it and yeah. it gets in your head and blah blah blah. and I think that happened with him in the outfield a little bit last year I think that's what the problem was in the, in the field. And I think the older he gets and the more time he gets in the majors, the less that becomes a factor when he matures.
0: I mean, you even see it in his post-game interviews. Like, he looks more mature. I, I, he got mm-hmm. pissed when people said that, but he's like, ah, I've always been the same person. But no, I mean, he's maturing. Like, he didn't have – he he's not having those blow-ups after games yet. You know, I mean, he just – he looks a lot more mature. He looks a lot more composed. I'm sure Judge is helping him out with that because Judge is, like, the best with the media. But, I mean, just this post-game or pre-game interview – Yesterday, he just looked like he knew how to handle the media. He looked happy. Obviously, you're going to be happy when you're coming up. But yeah, I think he's here to stay. I think he, as long as the bat stays hot and the defense is average right now, I'm not expecting him to just overnight turn into uh, judge yeah. defensively. But as long as the errors are minimized, and honestly, you can make mistakes. And that's not going to, like, if he makes a mistake in tomorrow's game and he's in the lineup and he... Doesn't (laughs) if he makes a mistake in tomorrow's game, I'm not going to be like upset with him. If it's a stupid mistake and it just looks like he doesn't belong out there, then whatever. And honestly, he's going to get a lot of time at DH too with Stanton out. So, you know, I'm not saying he's going to be the everyday left fielder right now or anything like that right now. But he's going to get a lot of reps. He's going to get a lot of time at DH, and I think maybe that's where he plays the majority of his reps this year too. Because like you said, we have a very loaded outfield.
2: Yeah, depending how long Stanton's out. I think it, if Stanton's gone, he makes the most sense, um, especially if we're facing a left handed pitcher uh, in the DH spot. Maybe you could argue Ford uh, could play there if we have a righty on the mound or, you know, matchup wise. But he can, if he's not in the outfield, he can definitely DH. And I want to see him play the outfield because I want to see what he can do in the outfield. And I think that really shows us his worth and his value. Yeah. And, and I personally think his, outfield, his but,
0: outfield potential is way better than what we've seen already. I mean, it's hard to judge somebody's entire career based on their first couple years out there. Obviously, those are the ones where you're going to play the worst. I make the comparison every time, but Devers looks great defensively now. I'm going to say it again until people realize. Just want to give yeah. a quick shout out to the people who left reviews. Got a bunch of them, but the ones that left written reviews, which we like better because it makes us smile, are Jay JVella2000, thank you for the review, and Linares7BC. Shout out to you guys and to those who are listening who haven't reviewed. Could you do that? That'd be, that'd be sweet. <laughs> I mean, you have a chance of winning a free t-shirt. That's cool. We got some cool t-shirts. We love giving them away, and we like reading them. So helps us out, makes us feel good, and we'll keep making more episodes. That's enough begging out of me again. I beg almost every episode, but until... You know what? If we hit, like... We're at 101 reviews right now. If we hit 150... That's crazy. No, if we hit like 125 by next episode, I'll eat a baseball. I'll live stream it too.
2: Okay. All
0: right. Deal. Deal's a deal. So make it happen, guys. I said 120. 150. I don't want to eat a baseball. All right. Next. So what else happened in game two? Oh, Gary. Gary goes back to back with with Clint. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts on that?
2: Well, I said it in the pregame show that I'm not really ready to give up on Gary Sanchez. I know one home run is not going to do a lot. We needed him to hit at least over 100. But, um, I, you know, he obviously can still hit. And I think that kind of showed it. And he's obviously still somebody that you can't – like you need to – you can't just like count him as an out really necessarily because he can easily just do that and hit the ball 450 feet.
0: Yeah, I mean, at any I, time. listen – i just, I criticized Gary a lot on previous episodes, but make no mistake like if he hits a home run I'm not gonna be pissed like I'm so happy for the guy I want him to do well, but he's never gonna be a batting average hitter that's just never gonna happen he's just gonna get a career two forty hitter, which is yeah. fine if you're hitting that many home runs but honestly i'm i'm personally the reason why I'm getting so pissed off about it is because I'm just sick and tired of the str- swing and miss like Live or die by the home run. I I like hitting a lot of home runs, but I love guys like DJ, guys like Gio. I know guys like DJ don't really exist outside of him and a few other people, but I just like putting the ball in play, and we've dealt with that issue. Like, live or die by the home run is a real thing. We we got blanked against the Rays because we don't hit a home (coughs) run, and we aren't necessarily that good with runners in scoring position. I mean, you see it with – I mean, a perfect example. I don't know the stats. I was going to look them up, but us with bases loaded – I swear to God, every time we get bases loaded, like, once a game, and we never do anything about it. And it, when we do, it's a grand slam. Live or die by the home run. You know what I mean? It's just, yeah. like, we and can it's never... It's early
2: in the game, too, for some reason. Right? Like, I it's, like, like, in the second inning. In the first three innings of the game, we always have bases loaded with two outs. And either Voight hits a grand slam or nothing really comes from it. Maybe maybe one run.
0: Yeah, when was the last time you saw just, like, a single slapped, the, like, the other way? Or anywhere? Just a single when runners are in scoring position? It's always two outs. I don't know. I just feel like, like, definitely has happened within the last few games a couple times, but like, I can't even think of it. Like,
2: can't, can't even think of it. Yeah,
0: it's just Uh, just, what I would do. That's why I'm more pissed off at Gary. I'm just like, and I, I'm. He's not gonna change. He's always gonna be that player. But I mean, I don't know. I, I, I don't. I don't think hitting him hitting this home run and everyone's like, oh, Gary's back. Like, oh no. I don't know if that's true. I think Gary. I think this is just more of the same of what we've seen. He hits a home run and then he strikes out the rest of the game i think he grounded out i don't know he had another good at bat but no nah, like that's the thing it doesn't change my opinion on him i thought the same thing before the game as
2: i do after and you even though we feel differently you you haven't changed your mind about him one home run doesn't change a lot but um i i just feel like he he needs to figure it out more and i think this was a start
0: yeah because like i've said before Everyone always tells us, like, oh, the, the catching situation around the league, nobody's like Gary, like, the catcher position offensively is really bad, so, like, we have one that we, like no one ever finds, which is so true, but yeah. like I said before, the ones who aren't as good at offensively as Gary, who is currently slumping, so you take away the offense, what does he have, because he's not very good defensively, although he's improving, the thing that those catchers have that aren't quite up to Gary's level in terms of offensive production, and yes... I shouldn't have done air quotes because he is a very good offensive player, second fastest player ever to 100-something home runs. I think he's behind uh, Ryan Howard. He has like 113 home runs, and Ryan Howard has like 118 in this amount of games. So I'm, I'm not discounting Gary's ability or what he's done in the past, but the thing with other catchers is at the very least, they catch. So when they're slumping, they're playing good defense for the most part, a lot of them. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. if Gary's slumping and not bringing the offense, that that boosts his overall value to about where he every Yankees fans think he's at. You know, so if he's not hitting and not catching, then what are we talking about here? That's why I'm saying, obviously we're not going to trade Gary. Obviously we're going to stick around with him, and I don't want to trade Gary either. But at some point you got to think like, is he going to get back to Gary? You know, what I mean, like scary Gary, 2017, hitting at least like at least 260, like hit hit your average for your career. Like that's all I want to see. And I know he's slumping, and he'll figure it out. But that's just my little grievance about him. And I still feel yeah. that way. And I'm, I'm 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 not confident he gets up to 250 again this year. But I just want him to get at There's least. There's not a lot of time to get up. That I know, high, but and I, I'm not I, worried about he'll that. He'll
2: be up above 200, and then. It's gonna matter what he does in the playoffs too. I mean, everything's scrapped by the end of the regular season, yeah. so that's where you know his value is. He, he's gonna one swing of the bat, he can change a whole game. Yeah, not a lot of people can do that.
0: And last thing on game two, Tanaka pitched again. He absolutely twirled it the game before that. This game, not so much, but you know, I, he, he didn't pitch bad. So take what you can get there. He goes. What was his line? Two runs. Um, Four innings, five hits, two runs, three strikeouts, a home run. So he gives up the home run early to Ozuna. That was a bomb. That ball was tattooed to left field, I think it was. But, you know, he looked fine. Like I said, under three runs were good where the Yankees were going to score runs. I'm fine with that. So that's all I have to say about that. He like he looked fine. His pitches looked good enough. Like. I'm cool with it. What about you? Um. Yeah, it's the same thing we were talking about
2: with Monty. The pitchers are kind of coming around. There was like a week or two that we were talking about how Garrett Cole the only good pitcher and nobody else can really seem to figure it out. I feel like everybody else has kind of figured it out. Nobody's looking exceptional, but the job's being done for the yeah. last few games, which I think is um,
0: pretty encouraging. Yeah, and the bullpen still looks fantastic. Chai Green's still dealing, all that. That's all I got on the recap. So want to get into rounding third? Yeah.
1: All
0: right, Murphy. Just a little quick recap for those of you who don't know what rounding third is. Murphy's going to come with a hot topic, a bold prediction, maybe just something debate He's going to try and prove his point. It's going to be a play at the plate. It's called rounding third. Sending him home. That's his take. I'm going to determine if he's safer out. He's going to try and prove it to me. And I got one for him. Go ahead, Murph.
2: So we had, we threw up a poll this week on social media and it was basically who, if if, I, if any Yankee wins MVP, is it DJ or judge? I'm going with judge here. He's hitting as long as he stays healthy. I know D, DJ might get a batting title and then judge might also win MVP, That's my bold take. I think DJ wins the batting title in the AL and becomes the first person to win a batting title in the AL and the NL, but I think Judge still wins MVP.
0: Yeah, that's an interesting one because you look back to 2017, we know Altuve cheated, but when the decision was made to give him the MVP, it was not based on cheating. So what the voters look at is Altuve's average was like 350-something, 360 and they obviously the – judge beat him in every category, in home runs, RBIs, everything, except for batting average. And they saw batting average, and they were like, we'll give it to him. Especially, even though Altuve isn't even a good defender. Like, he's not as good of a, as a defender as everybody thinks he is. Judge is one of the best he defenders. Pretty,
2: he's pretty average, yeah. Yeah,
0: he's a pretty average defender. And Judge is one of the best defenders in baseball, let alone in the outfield. So,
2: it I mean – wasn't for Mookie, he'd have two gold gloves right now.
0: Yeah, which to me, that's why – I kind of have to disagree with you. Although, Judge is fucking killing it. And I'm not worried that he's not going to be on the field because everyone's saying that to counter him winning MVP because he's hurt right now. But that's probably not going to be much. I wouldn't be worried about that. He's like somebody said, DJ plays. And I was like, I mean,. Judge missed a game. <laughs> like let's let's pump the brakes here. Yeah, but exactly.
2: Well, when, that's going to matter a lot because if you know Judge already has nine home runs right right now.
0: Yeah, nine home runs, twenty RBIs, if batting two ninety. You know,
2: if you, and we're a quarter of the way through the season, so you know that equates to a lot of eighty-two. Home runs. Like that's going to be like that's right, in like one sixty-two.
0: It's over sixty. It's thirty-two. Over maybe less because you didn't play yesterday. Over sixty, it's like thirty. Over one sixty-two, it's eighty like three. So my, my point was why I might call you out is because what we recently saw is the voters prefer batting average over everything for whatever reason. Not always. Uh, DJ is currently one batting 431. No, I know not always, but DJ is currently Judge, batting I 431. Think
2: the, before you keep going, when we go back to the Altuve thing, I think the fact that Judge struck out a historic number of times also helped him not win MVP. True. He struck out less. A his average would be higher, but even if he struck out less and his average didn't change, like he basically grounded out 30 percent of the time that he struck out, I think he kind of wins MVP there. Like people were making fun of Judge while he was hitting 52 home runs that he was striking out three times a game.
0: Yeah, which is nuts. And honestly, I flip flop on this back and forth all the time because I'm I'm saying that batting average matters in terms of what I've seen from the voters in that specific year. I get this one year, but I honestly don't even care about batting average because if you're getting on, if your batting average is fine, you have a lot of strikeouts. Who gives a shit? Like that doesn't matter as long as you are getting hits. It doesn't matter how they come. And if you are yeah. walking too and your OVP is really high, like why does it matter? Hicks is a good example of that. We'll get into yeah. that later. But to me, if DJ keeps up this this pace, I I don't think he'll be able to keep it up. But again, it's sixty games, so like obviously he won't be able to keep up a four thirty batting average for one hundred sixty two. But like. I think he can get over four hundred this year. I know a lot of people were predicting who's gonna be the four hundred guy. Him and Charlie Blackman right now are just killing it. And um,
2: there's somebody else hitting over four hundred.
0: Yeah. Now I mean, I can't remember but DJ's got a ton of at bats, and That's these are true. like this is a legitimate four hundred right now. And I, he just like he just hits now- he hits four hits last night. He just mm-hmm. does it for a job. He's not human. So I I mean Yeah, he had if four he hits last th- night, now
2: he's up to four thirty one. Right? He, was, 431. he was 400 even before a yeah. game. And, and He moved it up 31 points 31, I
0: think. last night. But if he keeps that up, <coughs> it, it's going to be hard to not take him. because I, I, Another one, Mookie won MVP. His batting average was up that high. He was, that was 2018, was it? No, it was. It was. Yeah, so that's another yeah. one right there. No, no, no. He, he won in 20. It, yeah, no, 2018. Yeah, the year they yeah. won the World Series. So, I mean, his batting average is super high. He's a leadoff guy like DJ. DJ's not going to have the high RBI numbers because he leads off. But he mm-hmm. is still has eight RBIs compared to Judge's 20. And Judge has 20 because DJ gets on for him. So, I mean, what he does for the team.
2: No, it, I mean, a, you're right. It's a definitely, that's why it's a debate.
0: Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to go with DJ, honestly. I'm going to call you out. But, right. I mean, I, I wouldn't be opposed to either. Be, are the, I'm, both just playing. imagine,
2: though. I, 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 you'd have to look it up. But I doubt it's ever happened where a team has somebody win MVP and has a different player on that team win the batting title. I doubt that's ever happened. If somebody knows that that's happened to any other team in the history of baseball, please let us know. But I doubt that's ever happened.
0: Not on the same team, but I remember, I mean, obviously the, the long-gone summer thing with uh, Mark McGuire has more home runs. I don't know if he won the batting title. No, that's not batting title. Batting title average. Yeah, that's what I was saying. He won. Yeah. yeah, never mind. Bad example. But yeah, either way, I think they both have a legitimate shot and it, it depends what the voters prefer more. Honestly, if Judge keeps up this pace, though, and does more for the team in every aspect because Judge is a better defender, so you have to bring that into uh-huh. into the conversation too. He's gonna have more RBIs, obviously. Like I said, DJ helps him out with that, so you got to weigh the two. And it's not like he's on different teams because you can compare, like, oh, this guy has this many RBIs, this guy has this many. They're on the same team, so like, Judge's RBIs are help it helps them by. DJ. So, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. That, that might be an extra point in DJ's court. It's probably going to end up coming down to war. Who's Who's got the better war? And Judge will probably have higher war because of defense. Most too. likely. So, I don't know. I, I, I don't want to yeah. call you out, but I don't want to call you safe. So, I'm going to go with That's DJ it. right now, but Judge could obviously do it too. My rounding third is going to be Clint Frazier should start in left field for the New York Yankees in 2020 and beyond. More more the beyond, but honestly, I'd like him to see... I'd like to see him get everyday reps in left field. I mean, I have been adamant about it. I don't think his defense is that bad, and I don't feel like I'm overreacting over one game last night, because we've been saying this forever, and I don't want people to be like, oh, you're overreacting. It was one game because I can hear the people in the comments already, but it's not one game. Like the, He showed that he could do it last year. The defense, I hope, will improve. And I really think it will. I'm not just hoping here. I think it will. He's a young player. Right now, Gardner's old. I, I, I've expressed my opinion on Gardner. I don't think he... There's no point in starting him right now, especially when Clint has something to prove, like why you're just wasting Clint at this point. We see what he can do. He's clearly on a mission right now. I don't think Gardy's in this conversation anymore. The only thing that does deter him from being the left fielder every day right now, maybe not left fielder, maybe DH too, but getting everyday reps is Talkman. And I can can see that argument where Talkman should be the everyday outfielder. And honestly, we've been talking about that before. He should be the everyday outfielder before Clint was even in the conversation. I wanted him to get spots over Gardner. Gardner isn't third on this list to me. Clint should get a start, and Talkman. Maybe I don't know who's higher than the other. Probably Talkman because of defense, but Gardner shouldn't be in the conversation. But for, for the purposes of rounding third, I'm going to say he should be our everyday left fielder. Or better, better question is, he will be our left fielder for the future. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's his place on this team. I th- I think I, he's a left fielder for the future.
2: So like, yeah, I was I was so ready to call you out. I had it in the bag because I thought you just weren't going to address Talkman, but you did address Talkman, and that's the thing. Like, I don't. There's no way that this year you can just say, Hey, Clint, you're the left fielder for the rest of the year, whether Stanton's out or not. After this year, I think it's different. I, then I don't know. So I you think might be right there. Are, the it's going to clearly... depend so much on how this year goes for Clint. I yeah. Think.
0: The Yankees, have, are, like I don't think Stanton deters him from getting everyday reps in left field. I think he deters him from getting everyday reps overall because of the DH spot. The Yankees are clearly not, especially coming off another injury mm-hmm. right now, they're definitely not playing him in left field. He's a DH for however long until he has a miraculous yeah. just health. Like, no, just I mean, isn't going to happen. Yeah. I think he's a DH for the future, and that's that with Stanton. Uh, and I've come to terms with that. I want him to play in the outfield, but clearly it's not going to happen.
2: Yeah, I mean, we put him at DH so he wouldn't get hurt, and he still got hurt, so. Yeah,
0: hard to. He's
2: so big, he just pulls everything. I don't know.
0: Yeah, hard to defend there, but I I really think that for the future, maybe this year, Talkman gets the nod, and I hope he does. I really hope it's not Gardner. Anyone but Gardner, honestly, but for the purposes of rounding third, I'm going to say for the future, Clint Frazier's our starting outfielder for six-plus years. Yeah. So am I safe route. Um. I'll call you safe. I'll call you safe on that. But I, I don't What are your thoughts for agree,
2: this year? But I could see where that could happen.
0: What are your thoughts for this year? And
2: I want that to happen, but I don't know if
0: it will. You think he does it this year? No. Do you think Talkman? I think that I'd love to see them
2: kind of do a platoon thing. I don't know if Talkman should necessarily start exclusively, and I definitely don't think Clint should start exclusively unless he does something. At, like, if he's...
0: If I'm we're, saying Winston, you know, back.
2: 30 games out from now and he's hitting, you know, 310 with like 12 home runs. Then, yeah, sure. But I don't know. I'm not I'm not sold on one game. He's only been up for one game. True. So I'm kind
0: of Jerry's still out for me. Yeah. So you want to get into awards before we wrap this thing up? It's going to be a short one. But yeah, let's do it. First award we're going to give away is the Kevin Malone Award. Who gets your Kevin Malone? Award.
2: No arms or legs is basically how you exist right now, Kevin. You don't do
0: anything. Who pissed you off this week?
2: Hmm. So I was going to go with Boone for kind of beating around the bush on Judge. Um, That was like the only, it felt like a pretty easy few days in terms of nobody really drove me that crazy. So I guess Boone is the, the big only one I can really think of.
0: Yeah, I, I'd go with him too. I was going to pick Boone. Uh, there's really not, it was only two games that we're recapping right now. And honestly, we got two wins. So it's hard to nitpick here. The only person really, like you said, is Boone to me, just lying straight to our face. So hard yeah. to hard to really call anybody else out for doing anything. I'm trying to think, like, did anyone else piss us off this week? I feel like we've had a pretty good week. Even Gary got a home run, like Glaber maybe, but he got a hit. And he, uh, he was, yeah, he got, he got a hit yesterday. Yeah. Back. He's he's looking good too. So I mean Yeah. No, I think Boone's the only one really there that we can go for. Light week with the with the Kevin Malone's. So Boone holding yeah, okay. it down for us. So at least we got one. Somebody's gotta always piss us off. So why don't we move into who are you giving the belt away to?
2: I want DJ. people to be afraid of how much they love me. <laughs> I think DJ's the uh other obvious choice here. Uh, you know, he's hitting almost four fifty, which
0: is crazy. Yeah. Four hits
2: a, last night. Definitely not a he's bad giving game. you. He's given you the longest streak of the year, just single handedly. Yeah.
0: So we're doing the beat the streak. Mike's streak's currently at six right now. So, I mean, I picked DJ for the past four games in a row. The draft order spins, it rotates. So they've just been giving me DJ. Everyone's trying to be a hero. I keep saying, why? You don't, this isn't the game to be a hero in. So I'm going to take DJ every single time until you guys. I think I first pick next game. So I'm going to take DJ again if he's in the lineup. So, that's that, but yeah, DJ, hard, to, hard to dispute that he's getting the belt this week. Another person, just to pick another one, I'm going to give it to Clint because why the fuck not? Look what he did. Triple short of the cycle, doing exactly he what he it. needs to. Love him. Love Clint. He deserves that. He deserves a belt. So you got any personal awards you're going to give away before we wrap this thing up?
2: Yeah, I had an idea for one, but I think I'm actually going to switch it up. I'm going to say the uh, You Deserve Better Award. I'm gonna give that to Aaron Hicks because during the yes broadcast last night, Michael K was saying that his expected batting average is 320, but instead he's hitting 220. But his OBP is still like 400, which is crazy. I don't know how that's happening. He like just based off like his launch angle and exit he should be hitting like you know 320, 330, and somehow he's just not getting bounces. So we're here for you, Hicks. Also robbed a home run last night. He deserves uh, a little bit better of a stat line,
0: I think. You just—you told me before we went on air that you were doing one for Clint, and then you—I was switched to Hicks. Who I switch to Clint, to. so I thought of something. I else. did Hicks because I thought you oh were going to do God. Clint. <laughs> so but you know, what? I'll <laughs> do—I'll give away two awards. I'll give away the one that I changed to, and I call, I'm Sorry. calling this one the Johnny Walker Award.
2: Oh, that's a good one, and that's, that's going me. to
0: Hicks because I mean. Like you said, for the exact same reason, he's batting two twenty seven. I didn't know about that whole uh, expected batting average thing, but he's batting two twenty seven. And if his bat expected batting average is three twenty, that's crazy. It's 100 points higher. So he's just hitting. Yeah. Him, he's hitting into bad luck then, and yeah, that's really he's getting he's the Johnny Walker. Right yeah, he's getting the Johnny Walker Award because his OBP is four fourteen.
2: Yeah, that's unbelievable. He yeah. walked yesterday first at bat.
0: He walks so much. I mean, how many walks does he have right now? Let me look. I don't know. I mean, he's, he's 10th in the league in, in, in the American League, at least. They said last night in the broadcast. I don't know where he is now. He's 10th in the I American mean, sure League.
2: He didn't drop very much. In
0: OBP. I mean, 414 is a very good OBP. He's 14 walks already. That's insanity. I mean, DJ's
2: OBP is only 455, and DJ's – Earl's probably higher now, but before the game yesterday, DJ's OBP was 455, and now Hicks is 414, I think is what you just said, but he's also yeah. hitting
0: 220. Like. That's insane. How? Yeah, DJ's OBP is 479, and he's batting 431. And then yeah. Hicks is right there with him. I mean, he's, that's a pretty big margin. But I mean, for somebody who's batting, yeah, not- someone batting 227, it's pretty damn good. He has ten. No, hi- if DJ
2: went 0 for four last night instead of four for four. They would probably have the same OBP.
0: Yeah, he's got ten hits, Hicks, and he's got 14 walks. <laughs> yeah. That'll make sense. He's got 10 he He's got 10 strikeouts. I'm going to compare it right to DJ. And DJ has six, who is notoriously somebody who doesn't strike out. So it's really not that big a gap. I know it's no, pretty early. I think Hicks
2: is just flying so far under the radar. And once the balls start finding gaps, he's just going
0: to tweak. Yeah, people are shitting on him, too. And then he obviously brings the defense all the time.
2: He well, you know what's funny runner, about his so. defense? In the beginning of this year, when he got onto the warning track, it seemed like he had the yips a bit on the warning track. Like, he let a lot of balls. Like, I have it on, like, three or four occasions in the first two weeks of the season. Where he'd look up and like find the wall and look and it would land like it, it hit the wall, like right over his head. Yeah. And I was kind of like, well, Hicks doesn't really do that. Hicks is like a great fielder. And then last night he went up and he robbed the home run. So I'm like, well, that's fixed.
0: Yeah. because uh,
2: it, it was something I was like, not a lot of outfielders make that play, but Hicks does. So I was
0: kind of like, huh, what's wrong with him? And yeah. then
2: he, and then he robbed it last night. So,
0: and I honestly, really- his career batting average is 235. He's been 227. So he's right around where he usually is. So maybe he just always hits into bad luck. Maybe, maybe it's just this year. I don't,
2: I don't know what his career expected batting average
0: is, but... It's probably just this he's year. He's hitting the ball hard. Yeah. I mean, his career OBP is 330, he's got 414 right now. So he's playing some damn good baseball relative to his personal accolades throughout his career. So, yeah, absolutely. I'm loving what I'm seeing out of him. I'm loving what I'm seeing out of the entire Yankees. We got a day off today while we're recording this. We might just fuck around and put this out right now. Honestly, there's no point not to. But... Red Sox series next. Who we got after that? Like the, I think it's the Mets. Yeah. But Mets, I Rays. think it's the Mets. Yeah. So easy, we yet? easy schedule ahead of us. We the Blue Jays yet, have we? No. Easy schedule ahead of us, though. So the battle for New York with that new Buffalo team. Huh. So
2: Yeah, we have Boston and then uh, Boston <laughs> again. And then but I think we have two series in a row with Boston, I swear. Oh, no, Tampa Bay after that.
0: Yeah. We have four with Boston. At least. That'll be nice. They stink. <laughs> their pitching is just so bad. Yeah, that, that,
2: forward, forward Boston.
0: Every time we go to Boston or the Orioles or something like that, I'm just so excited now that they're so bad at pitching because anybody who's in a slump, it's time to break out. Like, Gary might break out. Gary likes beating up on Boston, so I'm excited to see that. Gleyber, I mean, it's going
2: to be Cole versus
0: Ivaldi. Valdi's not bad.
2: No, he's probably their best arm right now. Cause he's Rodriguez definitely their, their best arm. Sales yeah. Arm. yeah. So.
0: He's definitely their best arm, but... It's a stretch to call him an ace, but... No, he's not an ace. He's their best arm, which is sad. Either way, if he's throwing game one and we got Cole, that's another win right there. Uh-oh. hap on Sunday. Oh, Look out. No. Mr. Tenny RA. Is he actually playing on Sunday, or is that just like... It's predicted. I don't know. Would they skip we'll I hope they didn't just skip a start. I hope they just took him off. I gave him the award last time. Like, you don't have to... Oh, you weren't on the last one. I I, I gave him the award. You don't got to go home, but you can't stay here award. Like, yeah. I gave that to him because I don't want him going anywhere. I don't want him staying I didn't here. I gotta put a little
2: more thought into these awards.
0: I've had some good ones. The Johnny Walker Award this time. I figured you'd be a good one for these because you're very... I,
2: I always forget that we do it. And then cliches. as we're doing the episode, that's when I start to think of them. And I just I think of a good one to... Give the award to, but I, I don't brainstorm the name long. The yet. name is all of it. The name, yeah, the name is the big thing. Maybe I
0: gotta start dropping some stuff down. Yeah, we'll see. I, I had big, I had high expectations for that for you. Yeah, well I won't disappoint anymore. Big dad joke guy, big cliche guy, old. Story. Oh yeah, no, no,
2: no, I won't disappoint anymore. You just gotta remind me day of.
0: Yeah, like I, you I, I don't remember so I can until spend we Spend all day it.
2: figuring one out.
0: All right, all right. That's it from me. Let's go, Let's go, Yanks. Go, don't
2: let me go. Got no patience, conversation, driving you up the wall. I'm imperfect, bro. I got no sarcasm at all. You say you're sorry, but don't know what you're sorry for. No, no point in keeping score. You like to drink
1: and to smoke, to take away the pain. And I don't remember all of my mistakes in every eye.
0: ta uh-huh.
2: I don't belong in a place like this. Baby, let's roll. We don't need to believe everything they think when
1: it's also... It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing.